Welcome to the Hypersoft Happy Half Hour with your quarantine dream team, Zigzag and Rufus. Put on your captain's hat because we're going to help you navigate these uncharted territories that are the quarantine. We're going to catch you up on the day's events. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk whatever comes to mind. So grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersoft Happy Half Hour. Ow, ow, ow! Ow, Hola, amigos. Uh, este llama Zigzagel. Este. Uh, Rufuso. Rufuso? Rufo. What is what? uh to the Quarantina Cantina. See. Si. What is tonight? I don't Neces- even. Necesito uno más cerveza. Yes. And, um, and uh, mota. Mucho mota. See. That's marijuana in Spanish. Is it? Actually, yeah, I didn't know. It's actually smoke, but that's how that's slang for marijuana in uh in Spanish, I guess, right? I mean it is Spanish that they speak, correct? Well you know more cartel guys than I do. I do. I'm a heavy hitter in the cartel the cartel deal. You know what's funny, Rufus, is look how we, I mean we're joking around before the show, having a good time like behind the scenes. We get on fucking camera, baby. We bring it right to the fucking where it needs to be. We do. We're pros. I mean, we it's, are it's... pros. I mean, you know, we even do. We kind of admitted this shit. Honestly, now it's like every fucking night, every show on at night, and all these fucking interviews. This is how they're doing it now. We've been doing this since 2013. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like my life. Quarantine has just made everybody live like me. Uh, it's pretty much. That's exactly how I feel. And people are getting irate about it. I'm like, just sit back and fucking enjoy it. Why? What is so bad about it? You know what I realize, though? This is what it is. I know all these guys that are going berserk, right, because they can't go out, right? Ugh, we're up in arms in Michigan. You know, they're storming the fucking Capitol building with pussies. They're fucking pussies, and, dude. And they're psychos. They're, they're fucking psycho patriots, dude. And they fucking are intimidating people. They're just nuts. Are you taking them seriously? I can't take someone seriously when that's no. what they do. I, if you can't – this is this, – this, this, I realize this today. They're pussies. I mean, they're just big they fucking babies. Right. They're bullies. They think they're big, tough guys with their guns mm-hmm. standing up for rights like they're some kind of hero. No, you're a fucking pussy if you can't take a couple of months of staying in your fucking house that you are allowed to have because you live in a country that you can fucking thrive in. Well, and these and are you're the going to be like... Uh. They're the doomsday preppers, dude. They've been waiting their whole life to do that. They've been fucking putting guns together, right, and building rooms on their fucking houses that have, like, a 10 tons of fucking rice and probably beefaroni. You know but what I mean? And they're like, no, you're not going to keep me at home, even though I fucking bought $20,000 worth of shit so I could just stay at home. No, part of that wet dream is fighting. Yeah, you're right. It. You said that before. You're right. I just remembered that you said that. Now that you come and get it. And if no, they're like, right. if they close the stores, right, they'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, motherfuckers. Right, because right? then they could just camp around their spot with their militia mind, dude. I, what did I watch? That Waco, watch that fucking Waco about David Koresh on you know, Netflix. I've, I've I've gone by it a few times, and I'm dude. never in the mindset because I know it's going to be a mind fuck. And Here's I'm like, I know I've got to see it. I know it's in my list. It's the in my interesting list. part about that movie, right, is it's the combination of two books. Did I tell you this? One written from the FBI hostage negotiator's side of the story, right? And one written from a guy who survived inside of David Koresh's deal. And it turns out 
the FBI and the ATF were fuck-ups, dude. And this guy, this negotiator guy, was trying to tell them, don't do this. You know, this guy's going to come out, right? You just have to time. And they're like, no, can't fucking come out. Because, you know, Ruby Ridge happened. Remember Ruby Ridge? Oh man, Bailey. I mean, I remember. Right. No, no, I remember the uh, the Ruby Ridge. I mean, that I I know that phrase, but I don't know why. Unfo- well, it turns out this guy was they they. I don't know what is wrong with the ATF, but they go and like pick on people who are like these militia people, right? But they're like, leave me alone. I'm living up here in this fucking house, right? I don't want anything to do with your fucking people or any other people really at all. But I'm just like, do my own thing. But right. for some reason, the fucking federal government has to, like, go and bug these people. Like, they're well, I guess something wrong. Is it because they hoard guns, I that, guess? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what they say. But, it, I mean, is it really illegal? Well, it's not illegal, and they're probably not. automatic. They're not going to hoard enough automatic weapons to take over the over fucking the government. government. <laughs> right, I know. You that's know, fucking crazy. They're like the D and D nerds of the military <laughs> of world. Gun people, right? Of the hunters. They're like, yeah, we're yeah. really into it. We get it. What's crazy is I live around all these don't tread on me people, right? Like these dudes that won't let. But I don't live around a lot of them. But there's I I live near some of them, sure. and they're like weird people. First of all, no matter what, right? Even though they're friendly, kind of, right? They won't talk to you, but they'll like wave to you. So then you're like, okay, you know. I guess you do the two-finger wave while they're driving? Uh, I do the one finger. I learned this from my neighbor, Mr. Newton. He does one finger. That's Guy true. I that, do the one finger wave. For 37 out of my 50 years, Mr. Newton's lived here longer than me, right? And he gives me the one finger wave. One finger wave. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So I took it it's, from Mr. Newton. It's a requirement on dirt roads for sure. Is it? I don't know why. It, it's just, they're like, that's my trigger finger, motherfucker. Don't fuck with me, Michigan. Yeah, Instead of a wave, it's a warning. <laughs> exactly. And, and I, I still have like my this, trigger finger. And then I go like this. Because <laughs> I've got an itchy trigger finger, dude. Uh, I thought you were cocking it like a gun. Oh, no, no. I was itching it because it's, it's, it's an itchy it's trigger. Scratching. I was scratching it, actually. Ooh. Comedy gold. Comedy gold, baby. That's what I do. It's visual comedy, <laughs> folks. You're going to have to watch it, uh, too. You just can't listen to it. It's visual comedy. The whole show <laughs> 100% fucking show here. Where's the last time you watched a show on TV or on fucking the internet where two dudes wrote a fucking kick-ass song? Never. Never. You didn't do it. They didn't show you how they did it. You know why? Because they're not geniuses. Yeah. It takes them weeks to do what we do in hours. They're not geniuses and they're not transparent, which is a big buzzword. <laughs> That's a very good point. Thank you very much because they're not writing their own material, most of them. Exactly. Most of the famous ones, probably, for sure. Oh, no. No no famous person is writing their own songs anymore. I know. You know what? I heard this interview with the guy from Maroon 5. What's his name? Uh, I don't know, but I know the guy. He's, he's on The Voice, too. He's one of the yeah, judges. He was. He's not anymore. Adam. Adam? 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 Adam. Oh, Noy. No, Adam. Fauntleroy. Adam Levine. Adam Levine. I did it. I did it. What is Adam Levine? Woo. And uh, he was even saying that, yeah, we, you know, we don't really write our songs. We his, Their newest, latest, like, great song or whatever they're doing is, like, it's just a song they bought from somebody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then they're, they're like, well, how did you stumble across it? And he's like, oh, we were going through a catalog of songs for sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but basically, it's like we need to find out where you get how how do you get in that catalog? Yeah, I agree with oh. that. I agree with that. I was thinking the same thing, but I'm saying, don't pass yourself off as a real artist when you're nothing but a karaoke dude. Okay, you're karaoke that. my song. That's what I know. Being able to perform a physical act is not the same as being an artist. Thank right? you very much. Right, because your brain didn't think of it. This is why artistry, right? Anybody do the mechanical part of it. Well, this is why I'm not impressed by shred shred guitarists. It's because they're they're athletes. Yeah, they're not creating anything that stirs your soul. They're just playing a bunch of shit really fucking fast. Right. They're just like if you were if you were doing multiplication tables, right? And you just memorize them. That's all. You're not thinking to do that, right? You're not creating numbers. You're just repeating them. I, a guy who plays guitar really fast and that's all he does is like somebody who solves a Rubik's Cube really fast. He just knows how to do that, but he can't... The Rubik's Cube guy isn't making a Rubik's Cube. He's not the Rubik's Cube, cube people intrigue me. They do, but they're not artists. But there is one recipe for fucking curing a Rubik's Cube, right? No, I mean, it's multiple, but they are, they're recipes, they're algorithms. Right. I looked into it briefly, and it's like they look at it, and they can see, like, okay, if this is here and that's there, right. yes. I start exactly. with this algorithm. But still, it's I guess a robot. Think about it. it. There's only so many ways it can be mixed up. Four quadrillion. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, I get it. Not really, because I looked into it, too, and I was like, I don't know. That seems like a lot of steps. But really, they had them down to, like, 14 steps, some of them, right? Have, but I was high, and I was like, that seems like a lot of steps. I mean, I'm with the – you know what I like to do? I take a butter knife, and I pry it apart, and then I put it back together in the correct order. Have you ever done that? When I was 12. Yeah. <laughs> That's better than throwing one out, let me tell you that. Because then you can do the cool designs on it again. Did you ever used to do that? Like it'd make one side look like a four, a dice, you know what I mean? Or oh, do yeah. like it's a square in the middle. And then you do like that one wrong turn when you're doing that, and you're like, oh, no. And then you try to like solve it, and you end up messing it up 50 million times worse. We have one that hangs out in our living room, and every now and then we I pick it up. Well, we do have one, too. I can do one side. I can solve one it, side, and that's it. How many sides do you need? Well, really, you need... Two or three sides, so you could put it on a table in a corner and make it look like you solved it. Oh, can't do that. Not not legally, I can't. What? Did, I never even saw in the real book that you couldn't bust it apart with a butter knife and fucking put it back together. Oh, I thought you meant peel the stickers off. No, are you crazy? That would take forever. Yeah, that would take forever. It'd be, God, it'd be impossible. <laughs> you might as well just fucking go buy a new one at that point. What is your time worth? Did you ever have that Rubik's snake? Still have one. Snake. We have a snake upstairs. Can you make it into the ball? Yeah. I mean, really, at the end of the day, the snake is not that much fun. I was thinking about this the other day because the snake it's was on. Fun. The, no. the cats like to like look at the snake. So it was just sitting on the ground. And I was like, you know, that it's just not fun because there's like five things you can do with that. Right. And none of them are really that fun. It's not a puzzle. It's more like a uh, a party trick. <laughs> yeah, it's like... We have a bunch of plastic left over from making Rubik's Cubes. Yeah. What do we do now? 
It's the ones the machine cut wrong. It's probably the end cuts. It's the end cuts, right. Melted down and made yellow and green. I don't know, was there another Rubik's thing? Was there some... You got the Rubik's, a, Rubik's Cube. There was a triangle one, but I oh, never... I had that one, too, and that one sucked, too, though. I never messed with that. What did it do? I mean, it did nothing, it, really. How could it... It did. It turned like a Rubik's Cube, but the problem with that one was, dude, I'm going to be honest with you, you couldn't break it apart and get it back together to look normal, so I didn't oh, play with that one it, very much. It couldn't be hacked. Right, it could not. I don't even know if it could really get that mixed up, really. But it was lame. It was lame. You know, that was that was like the the backside of the Rubik's arc. I think. You know what I mean? Rubik's went hard with the cube. Then the, the snake somehow worked off of the cube like it was a legitimate thing. But then uh-huh. they're like the triangle, and they're like, oh yeah, this Rubik's is over. <laughs> Just, okay. I'm going to say one more thing about Rubik's. And I, I don't know if it's Rubik's brand, but have you seen these things that are like, they're this big and they're basically Rubik's cubes, but each square is like tiny and there's a thousand of them. Yeah. And I saw a video of the guy, it, the video ran for literally, I did not watch it, 24 <laughs> hours straight. And it was just one guy trying to solve this gigantic thing with tiny squares. <laughs> did he ever do it? He did. That was the whole point. Did he, but, or did he smash it apart and put it back together using a butter knife? He must have had a tiny butter knife. He used a switchblade, I think. So wait a minute. He didn't literally sit there for 24 hours straight with the camera on him and, like, go get up and go to the bathroom. He Did he, like, stitch it together? Well, yeah, of course he stopped well, I don't back. know. I thought it may be more interesting if he sits there for 24 hours straight trying to solve this thing. That would be more interesting. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Because then you're like, hey, it's live. You can tune in. Hey, we should start a whole channel, but that's all they have is people fucking trying to solve puzzles in streaming. And Think about can't... it. I almost would watch that. You would not. Well, if they took their chicks took their shirts off, dude, I'd watch it in a fucking minute. Dude, if a chick could, like, solve a Rubik's Cube between her boobs. Wait a minute. Rubik's boob. Right, now it's just a fucking thing in the shape of an hourglass, and you got to, like, put it between your boobs and try to maneuver it to into the shape of a snake that squirts on your face. Get Milton Bradley on the phone now. I'd be surprised if we don't hear from them in the next 15 minutes and 20 seconds. We Milton should get Milton and Parker up. Brothers. Get Parker Brothers in there. Let's get a bidding war going. We'll get the Parker sisters, if you know what I'm saying. Six four. Well, they, they, they used to be the brothers. Take, you take the brothers. I'll get the Parker sisters. It's a nice <laughs> little three-way. And I'll say the Parker sisters used to be the Parker brothers. Oh, uh, it's twenty twenty. You know. Oh, okay. Right. They on. transitioned. I wonder if, um, what the story is behind the Bar- Parker brothers. Probably an interesting story. It seems like any fucking like old company that has some weird name like that where their brothers probably ended up with one guy having sex with the other guy's wife and then them trying to fucking dump his body in the river or something. You know, it's got to be a whole sorted fucking weird story because it had to have begun in like the 1800s mm-hmm. when there were no rules. And it probably ends up with like uh, some kind of 
Parker Brothers heiress addicted to heroin. You know what I mean? You know it's got, they all take those crazy twists and turns. Just like any family, I guess, they just have more money to do more drugs in different places. I can't believe the, the Business Wars podcast hasn't done Parker Brothers and Milton Bradley yet. That'd be a great episode. They'd do some really good ones. And Only if they, they give us credit. All these stories like Hershey and Eminem or I whatever. know. I saw that, dude. They, they have that on – did you see the special on TV about that? No. Like, I just heard yeah. the podcast. They had a special on TV where they show you and how crazy it is and how all these old food companies are kind of intertwined. Like Marsha mm-hmm. Post, right? She ended up owning like the fish stick companies, and she was like the first conglomerate. The lady who – what was her name? I think it was Margaret – something or other, but she owned the Washington Post, too. I mean, she's from the Post Cereal people, right? Post Oats or whatever, like the smallest, grossest cereal ever, and they built some fucking huge empire to, like, a the world's first multinational corporation that was a conglomerate. Yeah, out of selling fucking cereal. But it was just, like, at the right time. You know what I mean? Yeah, right place, right time. A lot of it people really was made rich only because of that. She invented frozen food, right? So they could make fucking, because another guy, the Gorton's Fisherman guy, came over and he had this idea for flash freezing food, but they didn't have a way to do it. So she fucking had them invent the technology to flat freeze fucking food and make refrigerators. And refrigerators. You got to hand it to American ingenuity. If we want to make some money, we'll fucking find the oh, goddamn now, way now to you do just, it. Now, see, but now what they do is they just take it from the lower class. Without giving them anything in return, they're like, yeah, no, we yeah. want that. Or they print it out of thin air and still right. don't give it to the lower class. That's true. It's You know what? I, I mean, I know it's an unpopular opinion, but America kind of fucking sucks now. It does. I mean, it's, it's good in a lot of ways, but it's, it's overrated. Good, I mean, I'll, I'll say it's, it's good overrated. What? It's good because you have clean water, maybe, right? Maybe you have clean water, maybe you don't. You don't fucking really know at the end of the day. And cars yeah. and internet, I mean... What I guess what those are the necessities now, right? And you can get candy bars and fucking potato chips. But I mean, that's all they really want people to have, isn't that's it? Cool, if that's all you want. Yeah. Right, but I'm, I'm not gonna say America's bad, but it's definitely overrated, especially yeah, compared I'm not to other. It's bad either. I'm saying it's not as good as it could be, or not as good as it was, for sure. It, if you're gonna rate America against like the rest of the world, it's probably pretty good. If you rate America against like other westernized countries there you go and it's very probably low. on the bottom it is in the very bottom it's like right. it's third not the best westernized country. i mean how scary is that 53rd but we're like we're america is the best the most powerful we're just like have the most wasted money in munitions you know the only reason we're the most powerful is uh, uh it's not the only reason but because of world war ii we had to go to so many places and fucking yeah. shit up so now we have a presence and now we yeah. have We've or, never left there. We're no different. We have to be there. Right. Exactly. exactly. We need to get our nose out of everybody's business and just And that's here. why people don't like us, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. America is the epitome of Donald Trump, right? Big, loudmouth bully, never wrong, whatever. And you know what? It's okay to fucking be wrong about shit. No one expects you to be know everything. You know what's crazy? You know what this quarantine, these protests are really showing to me? that I, I'm, I'm fucking shocked. Like that video from California that I wish we'd seen both together for the first time. I don't time know that I've show. seen it. 
Really? Yeah. We'll watch it Saturday anyway. All okay, right. whether you've seen it or not. What it's taught me is that I thought only dumbass fucking rednecks with guns and who were just complete fucking morons only existed in the South and East Texas. And apparently they're in Michigan oh, and yeah. they're in California. Dude. Every state has their own version of the complete fucking dumbass. The Michigan militia is like on the FBI's most wanted list for fucking nut jobs and fucking white supremacy. They're like... They're nuts. You know what God I mean? They're not gun collectors. Them. If these people would have busted in there and got close to Gretchen Whitmer yesterday, something would have fucking happened. I mean, they're around there fucking carrying nooses and shit. What the fuck, man? I mean, really? That's, I mean, that's, you're not, you are proving that you're not intelligent when that's how you try to fucking flex power. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, that, you're not smart if that's what you're thinking. Go and have a normal conversation if you think you're in the right. But, you know, and then, and then Trump's, like, ba- egging him on. She needs to make a deal with those people. Even though, like, a year ago, he's like, you never negotiate with fucking terrorists or people that are trying to bully you. It's just such a fucking political stunt, dude, and it's disgusting. Everything is a political stunt these days. Everything except the Hypersoft Happy Hour. Cantina Quarantina. Wait. Quarantina Cantina. Yes, sir. I feel bad that... Uh, I didn't congratulate you on the show yesterday about the quarantine canteen. It was quite clever, I might say. To congratulate me, I was just talking. Is quarantine is canteen is like a canteen that you drink from, or a canteen like a place where you go to get supplies if you're in the military? Well, no, like a you know a cafeteria that's set up by a military or a school or whatever, you know, it's a place like a cantina that you go to hang out at. I was thinking it kind of works both ways because you could do quarantine canteen and we're slaking your thirst for knowledge about the quarantine during the Hypersoft happy hour. Did you say slaking? I did say slake. Thank you. Holy fuck, dude. Look at you. That's right. That's right. Goddamn good word. You know the Z's fucking got a brain on him. I'm not storming the fucking... Capital with a gun. <laughs> You're literate. You're armed with words. I am. I'm armed with brains. That's what makes me dangerous. <laughs> but you know what, dude? The whole thing is just like, I hate to say it. I didn't want to say it, but Easy Rider. The man Ooh, yeah. is at the window. The man is at the window. And they just can't stand that. They just can't stand status quo. They got to fucking stir up some shit. Try yeah. to bust somebody's fucking head in. They want to kill someone. So bad. That's it. They, they're itching for it. They are. Kill each other. Why can't they just kill each other? That's what I'm saying. They don't want to they don't they don't be left alone in their bunkers. They want to have to fight their way to their bunkers. You know? Right. Or they want to defend their homestead. They're just, uh, they live in a fucking Rambo movie in their skull. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I lived in a Rambo movie for uh, the summer of my eighth grade. I had a survival knife. That I like. Oh, to I did too. Have on me. Had a compass and line. Fish and line. Yeah. Had a match or two. Yeah. A couple of fish hooks. In case you ever had to sew your arm back together like Rambo did. And I, I survived uh, many days in my backyard with that thing. Thank okay. God. I'll tell you what. I probably cut down. I probably cut apart 15, 20 hot dogs with that fucking thing. But that serrated edge was great for hot dogs. Really shredded them up. I probably whittled a few sticks too. 
into some punji traps in case I had to fucking kill somebody. It was quite a whittler. <laughs> then I really learned to whittle, if you know what I mean, and I didn't need, <laughs> I didn't need to whittle a regular stick anymore. I had a stick anytime I wanted it. Yeah, yeah, that fishing line came in handy just for cutting off the blood flow. Oh, look what my daughter place. got me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like to wrap it around my nuts. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a planner. <laughs> I'm sorry, but all I heard was, look what my daughter got me. I love to wrap it around my nuts. Oh, my God. Did I say that? Uh-oh. Yeah, but you're That's not what I meant. And it wasn't my daughter anyways. I, I should have said my wife got me. This. So look what my wife got me. I like to wrap it around my nuts. <laughs> That's very cool. I, yeah, you should wear that like a ball sling. I probably could. I probably could just cuff it. It could, I could hang it on the top of my penis, and it could just cut my nuts. Is it big enough? It's pretty big. It's bigger than it looks, I guess. It probably holds at least one nut. <laughs> at least. One nutter. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I need to find a plant for that. I didn't know what it was at first, and she said it's a plant holder. So. Even I saw that. What, what kind of plant would you put in that? I don't know. What do you think? A succulent? It's, a succulent, yeah, I think so. They grow slow. They don't need right. a lot of the attention. But I couldn't, I, I couldn't keep it down here in the studio, though. I would have to move it upstairs. Yeah, that's true. Well, well no, I'm going to have to do that either way, probably. Can you grow a specialized strain of weed in there? We you know call what it I was just thinking? Sloth that, strain or something? I'm going to come up with one. We'll have a hyperspot strain of weed. I can guarantee you that, 100%. I'm working on it right now. The cross of sour diesel and my own other proprietary uh, thing that I will not say out loud on the radio, lest someone steal the hypersloth strain. Which but, will uh, happen if you say it. Yes. Oh, yeah, it will, no doubt. I'm going to see, you know what we should do? Is see if I could grow a plant by computer light right here. See what kind of plant would grow. Dude, that'd be awesome. Just to see if it Why would not? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Should I make it a pot plant? Why not? I know. Why not? I got a million fucking seeds. Yes, I will. I shall make it a pot plant. See what happens. You shall. You shall. I shall. I shall. It's official. So tomorrow's show, let's talk a little bit about tomorrow's shows for listeners. Uh, 646-668-8826. Call us tomorrow. We don't have time to fuck with you today. Obviously songwriting for 30 minutes. Songwriting, yes. Jeopardy, yes. Jeopardy, yes. Uh, banter, yes. Banter galore. Solving the world's problems, yes. Solving the world's problems. Uh, inventions and money-making ideas that will be taken from us. Yes. Check. Sounds like a pretty routine show so far. It does. I know. That's how much we're packing into a fucking uh, hour and a half. Yeah. Pretty amazing, really. Uh, well, gripping political insights on the state of the world today. True. That kind of comes out of the banter, though, I guess. It, that, that is banter. I think I think the banter we can just is an envelope of shows, of, of parts of the show. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's, There'll be a rant. There'll probably be a rant. Probably be a rant. Um, yeah. I mean, it sounds like a full show. It sounds like a packed show tomorrow. Just be sure to tune in, 8 Eastern. Yeah, and let's, and let's watch that video at least enough. Oh, to- yes. Don't let me forget. You, you write that down. Type that here. I'll, I'll write it right here in my show notes. All right. 
watch video. I'm not even going to look up what video or anything. I'm I'm not going to do it. I'm going to force myself not to do it. And if you I told me in, it, in the text message, you said you saw it. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. And I said, Cal, but did I know it was in California? Maybe I didn't know it was in California. I don't know. Was it water towers falling? Because I did watch all of that. I'm sure you did watch all of that. Wasn't you that fascinating? You know what? In my text, I'm disappointed because they don't. none of them had any water in them. How yeah. much boarding would that have been and the fucking water went pouring yeah. out? I think that would only happen in a disaster, but that would have been cool as hell. Well, I was thinking, I, that's why I ended up watching the whole thing. I'm like, I know that hopefully one of them will have some water in it. Right? There Even should have been at least, there should have been one that they saved till the end. You know, the well, money shot. You can watch one of those fall over, but I feel like unless you see how much water could come out of it, you don't realize how big one of those fucking things is. Yeah, and I wonder why they were knocking them all down. I don't do they they have a, anymore? I'm not even sure. What is, a water tower is for, like, boosting water pressure in a, in a city's water system, right? Is it? I thought it was emergency water. Like, if the world went to shit, at least we have this water. <laughs> no. No, we're not that sophisticated yet, Rufus. Well, what about those ones on spindly legs? They look like robots falling over. Yeah, those were kind of the cooler-looking ones, and their leg got, like, crippled, and they fell over. They never <laughs> fell straight. The other ones, though, falling and breaking in half, those, like, tall, tubular ones, I'm like, geez, yeah. geez I'm surprised no one got killed be cool if someone did, though, at least for the video. It would be. You'd have a lot more fucking views. There's no doubt if a guy got cap- decapitated in the background. <laughs> yeah, see, now now you're making my kind of video. All right, folks, Double Z saying check us tomorrow on uh, the Hypersoft Happy Hour, 8 Eastern, with uh, Rufus. Yeah, yeah, glad you had to think about that so long. Sorry about that. I wasn't sure if I was inviting you. All right. We need a producer. Do you agree? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we don't. I'll get it. I'll get it sharpened out. Don't you worry about it, Buster. Okay. Okay. All right. Save some of this juice for tomorrow. Will do. All right. Adios, Rufus. Later. <laughs>